What's up, everybody? It's your boy B. Scott with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we we had great potential. And through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests. And eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, Giovanni Hamilton. Today we have the specialist of guests with us, Zach Ertz. What's up? Giovanni, what is up, man? Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for being on. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, I've been wanting to get you on for so long. It's been like my dream ever since I started the podcast. I want to, I want to have you on, and I'm just so excited. Um, all right, let's dive into these questions, man. Um, what's it feel like when you were drafted by the Eagles? Oh, we're going back to the start. Um, it was great. I mean, obviously, growing up in California, I didn't know anything about the East Coast. My dad went to Lehigh, my mom went to Cedar Crest College. Um, so we had a lot of Pennsylvania roots, um, but I never really spent much time back here. And getting drafted 3,000 miles away um, was a little bit of a surprise. I didn't think I was going to get drafted by the Eagles. You know, we had two really good tight ends when I got drafted, Brent Selleck and James Casey. So the Eagles weren't really a team that I thought was going to have a lot of interest in me, but I played against Chip Kelly in college. Um, So he said that there was a chance that I was going to get drafted here. He He told me at the combine, he said, hopefully we'll be talking the day after the draft. And so... Got drafted here. Um, the first winter was tough. I'm going to be honest. The first winter was tough. We played in that snow game against the Lions. Remember that one? Yeah. I said, I don't even know what to do out here. I'm just trying to stay up. LaShawn McCoy made everyone's job easy that day, though. So, um, But it was definitely awesome to get drafted here. i um, so, been so blessed to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here, man. I'm, I'm happy to have a star tight end like you. Um, how awesome was it to catch the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl? That was great. I mean, it was, uh, you know, when you're growing up, you go outside, you catch the ball, you dream of, you know, this is the Super Bowl game-winning touchdown when you're 10 years old, when you're 12 years old. Um, and to be able to do it uh, is amazing. But at the time, you really don't think about it. You know, we were playing the Patriots. Tom Brady had scored pretty much all the time. And my thought after that play was, all right, let's get ready to go again. Let's get ready to score again. So I still feel now, even now, that we have to go score again to beat the Patriots, be just the way that game was going. But, um, you know, when you're, when you're playing, you don't really think about what you've accomplished. It's always what's next, what's next. How can I be better? How can I be better from this year to next year? last year to this year. And so even after that game, it wasn't, oh, let's rest on our laurels. We've done everything we could do um, as a player. It's now at work. Even though we won the Super Bowl, how can we be a better football team? How could I be a better tight end? Um, that's kind of always been my mentality. Um, and then when I'm done playing, hopefully years from now, 
I'll be able to look back and be like, hey, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good mentality to have. Oh, thanks. Did, did you think that that pass was going to get overturned? Um, it was definitely – the replay took longer than I thought it should have. So the fact that it was taking so long – um, I thought by like I felt like we were on there for a year, just sitting there for an hour waiting for them to review this play. I didn't think there was any chance it would get overturned, but apparently there was a pretty good chance that it was until they saw like one TV angle that showed it that I had clear possession and then dove for the end zone. Um, until they saw that view, I guess they were going to overturn it, and that's why it took so long. Yeah, I remember that. It was a long commercial break, man. I was <laughs> watching. I was. It was the the anticipation was crazy. Um, what football player did you look up to as a kid? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I had a I had some really good mentors growing up. Um, when I was sixteen, my junior my sophomore or my junior year of high school, a guy by the name of Brent Jones, who was an All Pro tight end for the Forty ers came out and coached me my junior year of high school and said, Zach. If you really dedicate yourself to football, you'll be playing in the NFL. I was like, dude, I'm 16. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So he was a huge mentor of mine. He was a tight end. I didn't actually watch his film, though. I would say Jason Witten is a guy that I've studied the most, just the way he approached the game. You know, being from California, they unfortunately, that team that we won't talk about was always on TV. Um, and so Jason Witten was kind of the guy that I really like to watch. Yeah. He's a good one. He's a good football player. We just he is a good football player. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite football team growing up? Uh, I wasn't, you know, I was a huge basketball fan growing up. I thought I was going to play college basketball. Um, so I loved the Lakers. I loved Kobe Bryant. Uh, and we used to just be in the backyard pretending we were Kobe Bryant growing up. And so that was, that was the team that I loved to watch the most. I didn't love – football per se watching the NFL I loved college football when I really started getting into football I started getting recruited so I really got into college football um and the Stanford obviously was the choice for me but I really didn't have a favorite NFL team growing up what was your favorite team growing up the Eagles definitely <laughs> diehard Eagles fan what was your favorite memory of them before the besides the Super Bowl Probably the Miracle at the Meadowlands Part 2. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a good one. I remember watching – I was in college. I was at Stanford in the dorm watching that game, and that was still crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> so Nick told me you guys played basketball a lot as a kid. What – What if you didn't play football, what team in the NBA, in the NBA would you want to play for? I played for the Sixers, of course. I mean, it was – I feel like I could suit up for them and give them six fouls right now if they needed me. Um, I don't know how, how I would do offensively or spacing on the court, but I could definitely give them six, six, six fouls and probably ten boards out there. Um, hopefully a couple corner threes if they needed me to space the court. But uh, I'd play for the Sixers. Yeah, I love the Sixers, man. Philly all the way. Yeah. I want to be a coach someday, and I would – I know you have to work really hard to get uh, where you're at, and I know I'm going to have to work really hard to get there. Uh, what kind of things did you have to skip out on as a kid or give up to get into the NFL? 
That's a great question. Um, you know, I wouldn't say I skipped out or missed out on things because the things that I prioritized were the things I truly loved. Um, I loved basketball growing up. I loved going to AAU tournaments and having six basketball games in a weekend. I loved traveling to Las Vegas when I was 17 years old to play in a seven-on-seven tournament as opposed to maybe going to the party that was happening that weekend. So for me, missing those things, I wasn't missing out on them because what I was doing or what I was prioritizing, I loved to do that much more than whatever was going on on the side. So I wouldn't say I missed out on things. I think I really relished playing sports, playing football, working out, watching film. Even to this day, I don't love to do much else besides play football because I want to be the best I can possibly be. Um, and then when I'm done, I can look back and say, I gave everything I have. I wouldn't change anything else. Um, and I could retire whenever that is at peace with it. And so for me, I wouldn't say I missed out on anything. I've, I've loved every part of being an athlete, you know? Yeah, I, I know that because I know already some of my friends are always like, hey, you want to come out? I'm like, no, I'm staying home and watching film, Mickey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know you're a player, but do you have any tips for me to make it in the coaching? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think the best coaches out there, I think they truly care about their players' success over anything else. They don't care about their own success. They want each and every one of their players, whether you're the Carson Wentz's or whether you're the practice squad quarterback, the best coaches treat them all the same because they want to see them all succeed. And so for me, I think that is the best part of best thing for a coach is to just truly care about your player success more than anything else. Yeah. I know personally, uh, I was going to help out coaching at the high school this year. And the thing I was most looking forward to was helping out my friends and helping them, grow as a player and you know COVID kind of messed it up but next year I'm going to do it next year it's yep. coming yep I'm excited there you uh, go I just want to thank you one more time man this means so much to me um I can't believe I have you on my podcast uh I was so excited all week um thank you well thank you for having me Giovanni you know, you say that you wear that jersey because I inspire you, but really it's mutually beneficial, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting hard. Keep working hard. And I can't wait to see you coaching one day. Hopefully you'll be coaching me one of these days. You know, hopefully I got a long, long career in front of me. By the time you're ready to coach, I'll still be playing. So hopefully we'll be able to get it done. Yeah. Thank you. Go birds. I can pop a beer in here, right? Your cousin from Boston. This here is Sam Adams Boston Lager. It's my go-to beer. Not too heavy, not too Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's... Whoopsie-daisy. Oh, no. Is there somebody... Somebody that can help come on in the room? It just... It poured right in the keyboard. Relax. I spill beer on my computer all the time. Sam Adams Boston Lager. The Boston Beer Company. Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. Unexpected trouble? CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24 7. 
Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashNetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.